You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. You're listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network. All right, Colby Covington back on the show, and everyone keeps asking, when's Colby coming back on? So request granted. Colby, good to see you as always, man. How are you, sir? I'm doing great. It's, it's so good to be back, Mike. I always enjoy talking to you. One of the real ones, one of the, one of the last of a dying breed of, of impartial journalists who are not biased, you know. So I respect your opinion, and, and, I, and I look forward to chatting today. I always look forward to chatting with you as well. As always, a lot to discuss with you, Colby, but let's get right into the main thing people want to know. And as a longtime pro wrestling fan yourself, you may appreciate this comparison, but there was this old episode of of Piper's Pit right before WrestleMania 3, and he straight up asked Hulk Hogan, are you or are you not going to fight Andre the Giant at WrestleMania 3 for the title? And Colby, as you know, in the MMA world, the news cycle is a buzz right now that the long-awaited grudge match between you and Tyron Woodley is being targeted for September 19th. So are you or are you not fighting Tyron Woodley on September 19th? You know, as America's champ, as the people's champ, as Donald Trump's favorite fighter, you know, there's there's a thing that Donald Trump patented, and that's promises made, promises kept. So I don't want to come on here today, Mike, and lie to you and say that it's going to be a for sure thing because I don't know. I don't know if Tyrone Woodley's going to show up. You know, I was willing to fight him on four days' load notice last time, so I'm always ready to show up to fight him. It could be a week's notice. You know, I signed a, or I gave a verbal agreement to fight him August 22nd. He didn't want to show up. Apparently, you know, he he low T testosterone Woodley. You know, he has to do some juice. He has to juice up to get ready to go to fight me. And supposedly now he's given his verbal agreement for September 19th. But let's be honest, Mike. There's no way I can give you a guarantee because there's no contract in writing. The ink has not dried. So I hope it happens. I'm ready to go. But I can't give you a definite answer that it will happen on September 19th. Do you feel confident that it will happen? Because I feel like we're further along now than we have been in the past. To be honest, no, man. This has been such a such a runaround to try and fight Tyrone Woodley for the last four or five years. It's just the guy's making excuses. He's getting elective surgeries. You know, oh, he needs more time for training camp. He's doing this. He's doing that. You know, you would think with all the, the running and dodging he's done for me, Mike, that he would have this insane cardio. But no, he's getting gassed out by school teachers on some gladiator reality show. <laughs> I mean, you, you've wanted this fight for so long now, and there have been times that we've spoken. It was like, I think it was right after the Gilbert Burns win over Woodley that you, you thought the ship may have sailed at this point. And then the last time I talked to you, it kind of got reeled back in. And now that there's a targeted date here, it seems like you're allowing yourself to not get too excited for it kind of a more of a wait and see thing. So on a scale of one to 10, where are we at right now? Are we at like a six or a seven or are we lower than that? Uh, yeah, I would say we're at a six or a seven. You know, I'd say that's an accurate assessment. I would say, uh, you know, if we were taking football terms, we're, you know, we're at the 40 yard line, we're coming up on the 30 yard line. So 
we're getting close. We're not inside the red zone yet. You know, nothing's been signed. You know, there's still some terms that, you know, the UFC told me that they're going to do, but, you know, they haven't sent me anything and I haven't seen a contract. So until I see that, you know, I've agreed to fight. I want to fight him. I want to fight him August 22nd in main event in Vegas, but, you know, he needed a little bit more time for training camp. You know, I know he wants to make sure he can juice up and be the best he's ever been. It's not going to make a difference, though. So, you know, I'm hoping it gets put together. I hope he shows up, man. I'm not going to be excited or give you a definite answer until we're locked in that octagon and I, and I see him across the octagon. Fair enough. What, what kind of terms are we talking about here? Uh, just little terms, you know, some terms that the UFC said that, you know, that they were going to accommodate with me with, you know, little things, first class travel, you know, so, some sweets, you know, I, I am raw American steel, twisted sex appeal. You know, I got to, I got to make sure that my body and mind are, are living good on fight week. And, you know, I've earned this right to be, you know, in this position as the main event fighter and, and the fighter that's drawing all the clout for this fight and, and selling this fight. So, you know, just some little things, you know, the UFC already agreed to me with, but they haven't sent me over a contract with those terms on their agreement. So, you know, I'm just waiting for that, but I'm easy. The UFC knows I'm easy. I love to fight. This is my passion is what I love to do. So, you know, I want to get out there and fight. It doesn't matter if it's on a week's notice, if it's on a day's notice, I'm always ready to go. Tyron has lost his last two back-to-back five rounders to Kamaru Usman and then to Gilbert Burns. And you have to believe that, you know, I'm a positive thinker. I'm, 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 reeking of positivity right now that this fight is going to happen on September 19th. So you got to believe his back's against the wall here. And if there's one fight that's going to get him going, it's probably this one. Do you think, you know, on September 19th, let's just say this is, this all happens and goes smoothly that he's going to come in with a little bit of a different approach, some more aggression. Maybe, maybe he fights a little more emotional because his rivalry has gotten so personal. There's no doubt about it. You know, this, this rivalry is beyond personal. You know, this is for bragging rights for the rest of our lives. You know, there's no doubt that, you know, fighting me, he's going to get the, the biggest adrenaline and, and the biggest, you know, just uh, motivation and, and his inspiration to come out here and try and knock me out. You know, I mean, this fight sells in so many different ways. You know, we used to be teammates, you know, the, the Republican liberal angle, you know, the, the, the hatred we, we genuinely have for each other. So I think we're going to see the best time on Woodley we've ever seen in this fight. And, you know, speaking of his last two fights, you know, those guys, yeah, they beat him on the judges' scorecards. This fight ain't going to the judges' scorecards. I'm going to leave no doubt. I am the best welterweight in the world. I'm going to add another world champion to my resume, my, my long list of amazing resume that I already have. And I'm going to finish him. It's not going to the judges' decisions. I promise you that. He will get left unconscious inside that octagon. Since you've been preparing for a short notice opportunity, how much of an advantage do you think that gives you since, you know, you've been getting ready nonstop for the last several months and you're probably as fresh as I guess a fighter can be ahead of a training camp or a, a hopeful training camp here? Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't, Mike, because, you know, on the same token, you know, I was preparing so hard in training camp to to fill in for the Marty fake newsman fight in case something went wrong there. And, you know, I, I put my body through the grind. And so I, I've kind of had to pull back these last couple weeks, you know, Hey, Colby, you know, take it easy. You know, you went two, three a days every single day for eight weeks training for that world title fight and it didn't come to fruition. So, you know, now it's time to take a little step back, you know, give your body and mind a little break, a little relax, and then we'll get back to hard training. So, you know, it's just, it's just understanding the process and understanding your body and just, just being very intelligent with your body. Some guys, they just run into the ground and they don't understand that, you know, you're not going to get a lot out of your body if you just continuously run it into the ground every day. You know, you need to have off days. You need to have days where you just kind of let loose and, and you're just free. So, 
I've just kind of taken a step back the last couple of days and, and just kind of relaxed. And, and as soon as this fight gets locked and sealed, you know, I'll be back in training camp again. Obviously, the win is first and foremost, but with this fight with Tyron, you've been hoping it would happen for years now. What is the goal on September 19th outside of just getting the win and, you know, I guess just proving that you're the top welterweight in the world? Is there like a certain kind of finish that you're shooting for? Like, what is the main goal that'll satisfy you walking out of that octagon on September 19th if all goes well and this fight actually happens? If Tyron Woodley does not leave the octagon on September 19th live on ESPN on a stretcher, then I didn't do my job, Mike. Fair enough. We saw um, Gilbert Gilbert Burns become the number one contender after he beat Woodley. If you're able to do exactly that and send Tyron out on a stretcher, does that put you in the position to fight the winner of Usman versus Burns? Is there a chance that that would you would jump the queue here? Is that possible? You know, I, th I think the fight's going to speak for itself. I think that the fans are going to speak up and, and they're going to realize the way I the way I finished Tyrone Woodley and the way I leave him motionless inside that octagon, there will be no doubt who the best fighter in the world is. You know, those those guys, yeah, they beat him in decisions, but none of them finished Tyrone Woodley. I go out there and finish Tyrone Woodley, Woodley. I cement myself as the best welterweight in the world and I cement myself for the next welterweight title shot. No ifs, ands, or buts. Will the beef ever be squashed between the two of you guys? If you guys go in there and have a battle, you finish the man, is it is it over? Or is it just going to continue on for forever and ever here? No, this is a real beef, Mike. This isn't some manufactured beef like like Marty Fake Newsman and Street Judas Masvidal tried to do, you know, where they're, they're hugging at the end of the fight. Oh, bro, I love you. Good job. We made some money and we duped the fans and we tricked them all. This ain't that. Me and Tyrone Woodley genuinely hate each other and we want to kill each other. And, that, and that's what's going to be inside the octagon. And when the business is finished, I got nothing to say to him. The only thing I'll probably say to him is, you know, I hope your mom's not watching. Mama Woodley, don't watch this fight. You don't want to see your, your son go unconscious in that octagon September 19th. But let me give you one thing, Tyrone, because I know you're sponsored by that whack other energy drink. Here's my last piece of friendly advice for you. Get some bang energy. Stop putting that voodoo, that garbage in your body that you're getting. I'm not even going to say the whack-ass sponsor that you do for the energy drink. You need to get with the best. You need to get with bang energy. What you put in is what you get out. If you want to be the best like me, put in bang energy. Take that sip, man. With uh. <laughs> With the COVID restrictions, international travel is is much harder to come by. And so seeing your old friend Mark Goddard as the third man in the cage would be very unlikely, I would guess. Who knows how things will look in a month? But as part of, like, the perks that you're looking for in this contract, is that Mark not be anywhere near this fight since you've had your issues with him coming out of the Usman fight? Yeah, 100%. You know, the UFC knows that I'm not, I, I'm not going to ever be in the same – room let alone building as him ever again mark not so goddard is not allowed at any fight i'm ever at he can stay home and fucking in england you know at that anti-brexit piece of shit no more fucking me over dude man and no one can say anything because he's so inconsistent with his calls he calls the early stoppage on me the next week he lets frankie edgar die the other week he's letting he's taking away three points the next week he's letting another guy die and then the next week he, he's just so inconsistent he's not a real ref. He's an impartial ref. He's a ref that's getting paid off to, to you know, take fights, you know, to 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 pretty much, you know, let guys cheat. And, and it's it's not right. It's corrupt. And, you know, I, if I see that guy, I promise you, Mike, I'm not going to be able to hold back. I, you know, I'll probably end up in jail and, you know, it'll be worth it just to put a mark on that dude's face.
Speaking of Usman, you came on the show after the fight with Jorge Mazadal was made official, and you said, bet Kamara Usman, bet the house on him. It's the easiest money you'll ever make. Was this the easiest money you ever made? Did you make some some money off Kamara Usman? Yeah, I made $10,000, the easiest $10,000 i have ever made, you know? And, and I try to tell the people, I gave them the warning, you know? I told them what was going to happen and how it was going to happen. That's exactly what happened. He exposed the journeyman. You know, the street Judas, Jorge Masvidal, you know, he's all hype. He was just lightning and thunder. And then, you know, I called it exactly what he was going to say. His excuse was already built in. Oh, I only had six days notice. Oh, I had to cut 20 pounds. Dude, you don't cut 20 pounds. You came up from lightweight, dude. You're, you're, you probably weigh 180 soaking wet, dude. That's an easy cut. And guess what, George? You didn't come in on a week's notice because Dustin Sorier, your training partner, is the one that exposed you in front of the whole world. Dustin came out in an interview the week of the fight, said, oh, George was in training camp for me versus Hooker the whole time. He's been training the last three months like he had a crystal ball, like he knew the fight was going to happen. So there's no excuses, man. That fight plays out 10 times out of 10 the same exact way that it did. It would be an ultimate footsie championship, and that's what the UFC stand for that night in that fight. It would be an ultimate hugging match. They're kissing each other, yelling sweet nothing in each other's ears. It was a joke. I feel bad for the people that paid their hard-earned money to watch that. That's not fighting. Did you actually watch the fight? Because you said you weren't going to, but did you give it and actually give it a give it a look on that night? Nah, I, I was too busy, you know, working on my bedroom cardio. You know, I had a couple Miami mamacitas in the building. So, you know, we were doing better things, man. I, that doesn't entertain me to watch, you know, other guys fight. That's just boring to me. You know, I could care less. So, you know, I'm out enjoying my life and living the American dream every single day with all my South Beach mamacitas. Regardless of, you know, what you say about Mazadal, that he's he's thunder and lightning and such, he's still, you know, he's still a star right now. People are paying to watch him compete. So if they give him another title shot, full camp, no short notice, you know, all that stuff, how would you react if he got another title shot before you got yours? I would just laugh. I would say, you know, okay, you, you know, you guys want to pay this man for for what? He's all hyped, dude. He's got 15 losses. The dude, the only title that Jorge Masvidal has ever had is for losing for a guy in every single weight class. He's lost to flyweights. He's lost to Sun Tzu at 135. He's lost to 45ers. He got knocked out by the Rodrigo Dam. He knocked out by 55ers, Palomino. You know, the 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 Russian dude beat him up. He's Dude, he's got so many losses on his record, it's even hard to keep track with him anymore. Yeah, he hit lightning in a bottle. You know, he went on a 50. He finally got the 50-50 in the last couple of years on his record. But, you know, he's all hype. And, and he's built off all hype. And, you know, that that's just the marketing machine, you know. But if they want to give him the fight, you know, I think the fans are going to know that they're being fooled. They're going to know that the UFC is just trying to cash in on money. They're, they're not trying to put the two best fighters up against each other and let's watch fireworks go off because that's not going to be fireworks. It's just going to be a, a patty cake and footsie again. If the UFC kind of goes with the plan here and moves forward with Usman versus Burns, how do you see that one playing out? You know, I don't even know who that Dilbert guy is. I've, I've never heard of Dilbert. I don't know what a Dilbert is. Uh, you know, Marty Fake Newsman, who knows what that guy's doing? Who knows if he ever comes back to fight? You know, he might have just had that cash grab against the, the hype machine, Street Judas Mosfidon, and, and he's sailing for the seas, man. He's got nothing else less to do in this sport. So who knows if he comes back? He's already making excuses. Oh, I got to take my daughter. I'm going to be out for this long, and I don't want to fight. So, 
you know, I don't know. I, I could care less what happens in that fight. I'm just focused on my fights and, and giving the people what they want. They want entertainment. They want action. And they want real fights. They don't want footsie. So that's why I'm here to save the day and make UFC and the welterweight division great again. How's Colby Covington Inc. going right now? Are we getting closer to unveiling more information on that? Man, Colby Covington Incorporated is going so smoothly right now. Like, everybody thinks I'm just on the streets, and, you know, they're entitled to think what they want. You know, I think more will be unveiled when uh, we actually get the fight signed and, and we're actually talking about the fight. But until then, you know, I had a board meeting the other day with Donald Trump Jr., you know, and I was just talking to him about things. And, you know, I had another board meeting today with Candace Owens, and, you know, we're just chatting about things, making sure we're on the same page and making sure CCI, Colby Covington Incorporated, is moving along smoothly. So the best is yet to come for us. You haven't seen anything yet. Oh, yeah. you Didn't you do like a like a live chat thing with, with one of the Trumps? Was it Donald Jr. or was it Eric? I wasn't really sure. It's probably like three weeks, a month ago, maybe. Am, am I imagining that? No, you're, you're, you know, you're imagining that accurately. Uh, we had, <laughs> you know, me and Donald Trump Jr. had a, a little chat about two or two and a half weeks ago on his podcast triggered, you know, got about 5 million views. Uh, it's, it's a big platform and, and, you know, just, it's, it's always cool to just catch up with Don and just hear from him and all the, all the just fake news and all the, just the swamp that he has to navigate, man. I just, I really feel for him and his family. And, you know, I can't thank the Trump family enough for what they do for America. They're fighting, they're fighting back, man. They're fighting for the American people. And people don't realize that, man. China's trying to overtake America and the liberals right now. And, and nobody's seeing that, man. They're just reading what they, they see on the internet and what they see on the news. And they just believe it, you know, without thinking for themselves. So I wish people would just wake up and, and, and have an opinion and think for themselves for once. Have you chatted with Dan Lambert recently at all? No, I haven't had any communication with Dan. You know, still got tons of respect for him, tons of love. You know, he's still a mentor to me, still a good friend to me. You know, I'll cherish the memories we had together for the rest of my life. And, you know, I'm sure we'll have a chat again soon and, you know, we'll catch up. You know, who knows? We might be in WWE one day together and, you know, that'll be that. But, you know, this, there's no hard feelings. There's no bad blood. It's, it's nothing but love for Dan Lambert. I know you don't watch a ton of fights. You like to bet on some fights, make a couple bucks. You said you have other things to do behind closed doors, but Stipe versus DC three is coming up on Saturday. Final fight of Daniel Cormier's illustrious career. Does this fight interest you at all on Saturday night? Yeah, it definitely interests me, but interesting me and getting me to watch it are two different things. You know, I won't be watching it. I got, I got better things to do. You know, I'm going to enjoy my weekend my weekend of freedom here in America, the, the freest country of all because of the brave, you know, all our servicemen out there. Thank you to every service member out there that puts their life on the line. You know, war, there is no, there's no, you know, there's no, uh, there's no holidays for war. War is year round, man. It's a 24 seven thing. And these guys are protecting our, our rights, you know, our constitutional rights that we have in America. They're protecting them every day. And, you know, those guys don't get enough credit, but, you know, back to the fight, you know, I got a lot of admiration and respect for Daniel Cormier. You know, he's he's a legend of a career. You know, I, I made an Instagram post about him a year or two ago calling him the Natty Goat. And I really do feel like he is the Natty Goat. And by that, I mean Natty as in natural. He's the natural greatest of all time. You, you see all these other guys that they try and compare the goats. Yeah, these are all guys that did steroids. So let's talk about natural. And, and that's what Daniel is. 
He's the embodiment of uh, just a good person and a good soul. And, you know, I wish him well this weekend. You know, Stipe is another, you know, great person too. You know, he's a firefighter. He's a first responder. So I got to give a lot of love to him and what he does for the people of his city and, and around the world. So, you know, I wish those guys the best. You know, I, it's tough to really pick a fight because or pick a winner because they're both pretty good guys. But, you know, if I had to pick a winner, I'd probably go with D.C., yeah, the smaller octagon, all things involved, last fight. I mean, I'm a storyline guy. You're a pro wrestling guy yourself, so storylines are huge. Uh, so as far as you go, verbals are in place for September 19th. Nothing has been signed yet. We're still awaiting on that. You know me, Colby. I'm a believer that anybody could be watching at any time. What's the message for, for Tyron Woodley here? Show up, man. We know you're cloud chasing on the internet right now. We know you're looking for a couple likes, a couple extra followers, because your career is about to be dead after you meet up with me. So show up, man. You were supposed to show up August 22nd. You didn't want to do that. You needed a little more time. September 19th, you've called your shot. Come get it, boy. It's been long brewing for many, many years. Come see me, motherfucker. We're going to find out who the best is. And after I get done with you, you're not going to be recognizable to your family. And we know you're just showing up for that paycheck to to pay all those those mouths you got to feed because we know you got kids with multiple wives and multiple women. So, you know, show up. Last thing before I let you go, probably like an hour and a half, maybe two hours before we hit record here, Joe Biden selected Kamala Harris as his running mate to go against Donald Trump. What do you make of this move? And uh, did you see this? Uh, you know, of course, Joe Biden had to get someone that was black because, you know, the, he's not going to get the black vote because if let me, and, and to quote, this is quoting Joe Biden. You're not black if you vote for President Trump. That's exactly what he said. So, you know, he, he killed the black vote. He's not going to get the black vote. And he's racist. He's blatantly racist. He said multiple times in interviews, oh, the black you know, he was talking the other day about, you know, all oh, the blacks and this and that. They're not anything like the Spanish or something like that. And it's just like, dude, you shoot yourself in the foot every time you talk. Everybody knows Joe Biden's a puppet. He's a puppet for all the big tech companies, all the all the liberal people in Hollywood, all the all the people that are controlling him, you know. But you know, you can control him all you want, but but America sees the truth. They sees the truth that Joe Biden's stuck in his basement. He won't come out and give an answer. Or, or do interviews like with a guy like you or anybody because, you know, he doesn't have a teleprompter and, and they're not going to be answers that, you know, he already have, has up on the board that he can look at. So, you know, Joe Biden's going to get exposed in the election. And yeah, they're trying to keep the economy down right now. And they're trying to do this fake pa pandemic with this, this BS coronavirus stuff. And they're just doing that. It's just a, a hit at Donald Trump and people don't even see that. They can't open up their eyes. You know, what's different from coronavirus versus the regular flu? The regular flu kills times six many people. When did we ever shut the country down and have to put masks and take away our freedoms and put masks on our face? No, we never had to do that. So, you know, I, I wish people would stop being cheap, wake up, make a decision for yourself, and, and please do not vote Joe Biden. Because if you vote for Joe Biden, America will never be the same. It will be owned by China. There you go. Paid for by uh, Colby Covington right there. A little political advice to, to wrap things up. Always appreciate the time, man. You're always very gracious with it. And, you know, you got things to do. All the best to you. Hopefully this fight happens on September 19th, man. I know everyone's looking forward to it. I know you're looking forward to getting back in there. But uh, Colby Covington Incorporated seems to be alive and well here heading into September 19th, hopefully. So thank you for the time as always, man. My brother. Thank you, Michael. Have a, have a great day and we'll catch up soon. Really? Spider-Man, what's up, brother? <laughs>
You've been waiting. <laughs> yeah, it's my seven-year-old. That's awesome. You've been waiting. You've been waiting how long for this? You were sitting at the stairs for the last like ten minutes, just <laughs> waiting and sneaking around trying to get in. There. Yeah, I was trying to sneak from you because I was trying to see if he can see you or not. You want to say hi to Colby Covington? Yeah. Say hi. Hi. Hey, what's up, buddy? What's your name? What's your name? Um, Spider-Man. Spider-Man. <laughs> Spider-Man. You know, I'm wearing the mask right now, so I am Spider-Man. So you're you're living that that moment right now. That's Grayson, by the way. That's his real name. Mm-hmm. Nice right, to meet bud. you, Grayson. Right, thanks, man. I appreciate it, brother. Take care. Absolutely. Have a great day. Later, man. You're listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.